Well, good day to you. Thanks for listening to Twisted Tales. This is Faith. It's Lisa. And we're here. Sweating. It's so fracking hot. It's hot. It's hot. I have no banter. I have no witty stories. Actually, I got something for you. So last week, Mm -hmm. my coworker, because they all know that I do this podcast. Of course. And my coworker was like, hey, have you heard what went down in Long Island? Yeah. And I was like, no, I hadn't heard anything yet. Yeah. Have you heard what went down in Long Island? Obviously not. They captured a serial killer. No, recently? Recently, yeah. Like, July, like, very, like, uh, mid-July or something like that. And apparently he's he's killed quite a few women. Uh, he's only being charged with the death of like maybe three. I I, I am not going to quote facts on this because I'm not 100%. I'm not had time to well, research now it. Now I've got to look into it. You need to, dude. Apparently he was an architect. Huh. Like he, you know, I mean, he does still kind of look like he's just a little bit, you know. Ugh. Looks like but, the type. Yeah. <laughs> but Where did you, where yeah. is this at? My, my friends told me at I work. I know that part. I don't care about Long that Island. Part. There we go. Leave it to the north. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I did. Did you hear that Leslie Van Hooten, which if you don't know who that is, she was part of the Charles Manson crew that yeah, she was right. released from prison. Oh, really? I yep. did not know that. Uh, on July 12th. No, I did not know that. Yep, this year. That came What is she, like 107? I don't know. She's not old enough. <laughs> yeah. So anyway. All right. Well, Lisa's turn to regale us with her, her tail. My tail. So I am going to talk tonight about somebody you may or may not have already heard of. Probably not. But, but the story is, uh, it's definitely one for the books, for sure. So his name is Robert Willie Picton. Oh. Name ready to ring a bell? You can't get Picton in in one episode, bro. Oh, I will. There's no way. Well, it depends on how much you decide to talk. I could talk for about <laughs> a week straight on Picton. Oh, we totally could. He's a disgusting, horrible individual. Oh, yeah. Well, Mr. Uh, Mr. Willie Boy was born October 24th in 1949. Yeah. His parents owned a pig farm near Vancouver. Bidding. Yeah. So at the farm, they did slaughter animals, sold the meat, and all that kind of good stuff. And Robert and his brother helped tend to the farm while pretty much their sister just stayed with another family. Within but didn't Vancouver. they like pull him out of school or make him stay up like insanely we'll, late and all we'll this get, stuff? We'll get all. Okay. We'll get. We'll, you know, There's no way you're going to do a detailed was, backstory in one was, episode, bro. No, no, Unless you pull detailed. me in like two hours it. No. That's why I'm asking questions. I'm not going to deep dive into it. We can okay. we can talk about some points. I'm really just going to, I'm hitting the high notes He's right disgusting. now. Disgusting. So Smelly willy. Their mother was like a slave driver. And the pigs came first. And she, Obviously. Didn't, she didn't care too much about the kids. You know, she no. loved her kids. Right. But she... Okay, yeah, I have didn't heard care. his backstory. She did not. Yeah, you no. cannot convince me that she loved her children. Oh, I was just trait. trying to pretend like she was great. She, she's no, she was an awful individual. It did not justify what he turned into, but yes. Not even a little bit. So according to some of the podcasts that I listened to, um, and c- confirmed actually by one of the documentaries that I've watched, the boys didn't care much for hygiene. Their mom didn't care either. And no, that's why I called them smelly smelled, willy. Yep, they literally smelled like a farm all the time. And oh. they were teased relentlessly at school for smelling so terrible. Yeah, when you so, don't bathe and you work with pigs, there's an aroma. It's not going to be great. There is a strong aroma. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm not going to sit here and say like you know. I don't know how you can kids do it yourself. Can, kids shouldn't bully you because you smell bad or whatever. Like truth be told, like kids can't control their own circumstances. No, but he but could. He could control age, bath. I was just going to say, at a certain age, jump in a creek. You know better. 
You know what Freak. I mean? I think. I don't know. I'm just saying. I don't see how you lay down at night with yourself smelling like that and not just vom. I mean, honestly, if you're around that smell day in and it's like people that work the morgue, you're you're you smell like that day in and day out. They he probably didn't notice that he stunk so bad. Well, he's a disgusting individual, so the outside smelled like the inside looked. And well, I'm gonna go probably yeah. So, um, at about age eleven, Mr. Willie saved up some money, bought himself a calf. All right, yep. loved, loved this calf. Yeah, it was the greatest thing of his life. He'd come home every day from school, day in, day out, feed him same routine, hang out with it, talk to it, whatever, whatever made him happy. All right. That's sad that that was his only friend. He loves the calf. Again, you know, Kit, it's Kit. Yeah. And when you, you know, you get into that point, you're depressed. Nobody loves you. Nobody cares about you. you. What are you going to do? Friend. Yeah, yeah. Freak out. You buy yourself a friend. That's why you've got dogs. Well, I bought one offline. <laughs> <laughs> she's, I'm she's just kidding, Brian. I'm pointing kidding. to her boyfriend. <laughs> the best part is, I'm going to pause the story right now. Yeah. So that horrible episode I was telling you that I had to re-listen to and edit. Yeah. Um, because I, I just couldn't bring myself to edit it. The whole first part of that episode is the day after you guys went on your blind date. And so we're talking about it. The whole first part of the episode about like everybody's kids. I told her not to let you wear her like a skin suit pleasurably or unpleasurably either way. But we're talking about this. And I said, if they make it long term, I'm going to tell him what episode it is. It was last night's episode or it was the episode I posted last week. You're in so much trouble. I am not in any trouble. We had just met. I could do what I want. You can blame me because she was going to go to the wrong restaurant and I let her your way. You could be a free man right now. <laughs> it wasn't a restaurant. Oh, was it not? Yeah. I don't remember. Y'all were just, we just went on and on about it. It's the first amazing. time y'all met. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, continue. Anyway. That so just popped in my got, head. He's got his new best friend, the calf. Smelly Willie. And, um... Oh, man, I lost my train of thought. Wow. All right. So, <laughs> shut up, Faith. Look, raw. And I can't even get rid of her. Like, she is married into this. Go, Frankie. Dumbass. Anyways. So, one day, Willie came home from school, went directly to his calf like he did the day before and the day before that. Guessing they had hamburgers for dinner. He searched everywhere, couldn't find his pet. Mom was like, yeah, man. Go check the barn. So he did. Swung open the barn doors, found his calf hanging upside down, slaughtered. There was nothing but the carcass left. He was completely hollowed out. So then here's this 11-year-old boy with the that, only thing that he has. That's insane. Like, that's I'm sorry, but that's that's effed up in a major, major way. That's very traumatizing. I couldn't imagine that. No. I grew up with my dentist that I had, like, not growing up, but here when we first moved to Tennessee, who was a very painful dentist. I hate him. Uh-huh. I, he's a great guy. But they, they grew beef cattle, yep. and they raised it and sold it for slaughter. Yeah. And my dad used to always get cattle from them. Well, they had a daughter who's my age, okay. and she would help hand-raise these calves. Yeah. Obviously, That's like rule number one is don't fall in love with the Obviously, animal. she was a vegetarian, but it, like, destroyed her every time yeah. they'd sell a calf. Well, I mean, isn't it? It was pretty normal, and she too. Knew, like for... That's the point. She knew, and it destroyed her. He didn't buy this for food. So... I'm sure after that incident, he, he was going to be okay. Oh. He was going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. So, his favorite pet in the world just got murdered. By his mother. By his mother. Uh, some podcast that I had listened to actually said that he wound up having to eat parts of his calf for I dinner one night. I guarantee she fed it yep. to him. Guaranteed. 
So not only did he have to see that, but he had to consume his favorite pet. So that's super light. I think I'd have gone on a hunger strike. I I don't you know, based on the way that they all grew up, I don't know that that would have been the best answer either. I mean, he could have been knifed himself. Who knows? I don't I don't know. True. So the just the here's my thing, like just the cruelty of saying, "Yeah, go check the barn." Yeah, knowing like what you was know. in there. Yeah, like you, know. you just slaughtered it. You packaged its meat and put it in the freezer. Yeah. Why not just say I, I had your cow slaughtered? Like there was no need to send the child. Which yes, again, Dude. horrible, horrible yeah. person. But as like, a child, he was innocent. Just, at just that make point. something up. Yeah, he was hey, man, innocent. We, at are, that point. we were so short on money. Yeah, I had to do something. Do, pull something out of your but rectum say, and yeah, feed it to him. Go that check way. the barn. Like that is morbid. Like, yeah, and he was twisted. Not, he was not. A monster at that point. He was an innocent child. So anyway, continue. So at around 14 years old, Willie dropped out of school because he was just doing worse and worse, right? Um, he wound up getting uh, a job as an apprentice for a butcher. And apparently he was a damn good butcher. So I've heard. Yep. So I'm, I'm going to tell you this part only to just kind of push that Willie's mom was deranged and oh, crazy. Yeah. No, 100% so there. Uh, David... His brother, uh, Willie's brother, got his license, went for a joyride, accidentally hit some kid on the side of the road, yeah. panicked, left, went to his mom's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I hit this kid. She's like, go get the truck fixed. I'll take care of the rest. Yeah. Okay. The mom found the kid on the side of the road, mm -hmm. still alive, mm -hmm. pushed him off into a ditch that was filled with water and the kid drowned. Yeah. What? Yeah. No, what? She's, she's a monster. Yeah. I, uh, you know who she reminds me of in my head? Like, what I feel like she looks like, even though I'm sure it's not true? Who? The original, not the new version, but the original Matilda. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Principal Trenchbert. Principal Trenchbert. <laughs> that Trenchful. is It's Trenchful. Yes, Trenchful. Yes. That is who I imagine her to look like mm. when I imagine her in every context. I feel like she would look more like Yzma from... No, I think she's like a big, <laughs> stocky woman with a unibrow, bad uh. teeth, slick-backed hair. That's Who knows? Anyway, Who knows? Anyways, at around 21, Willie left the butcher shop and went to work at the farm full time. Um, he would butcher the meat, bring all the carcasses to an animal waste disposal facility, and it wasn't long before he found a place called Low Track. Low Track was the worst area in Canada. Actually, one of the people that I had uh, watched on a documentary said it wasn't just the worst in Canada, but like the worst in North America. Like, Jeez. this place was just for the outtrodden, yeah. down drug dealers, prostitutes, people who just had nothing left. Yeah. Okay. So, he, he, he comes to find this place. And, um, oh, my gosh. Willie began spending a ton of money on prostitutes. Okay. So well, much so. it's not like someone's going to willingly get in bed with Piggy Willie. Yeah. Willie Piggy. He, he was a little unfortunate looking. Because I'm sure he's still not baby. Mm. And he's in adulthood and about to become a monster, so I don't feel bad about making fun of him. No, no, uh, he he very much reminds me of like a like a West Virginia type, if you know what I mean. Like, um, um, wrong turn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> inbreeders. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Love anyways, sure. oh yeah. Um, anyways, he was dropping all kinds of cash on all these prostitutes, and uh, so much so that these girls would come back to Low Track and brag. About how great of a guy he was, Would how nice he was. Not brag. And um, he wound up finding this pub that he frequented 
where the men would b- basically hang out with him and treat him as an equal. Women would throw because themselves. he's the only one there with money. Yeah. So he, he's, you know, the women were like throwing him, themselves at him, you know, wanting sexual favors to him, whatever. And for once in his life, he pretty much felt normal, almost powerful, right? Like he had no friends when he was yeah, growing up. Yeah, I was going to say, this is like the most accepted he's ever been. Yeah. And, and it made him feel good. It's sad, but he's a monster, so mm-hmm. I'm having conflicting I'm gonna, it, emotions. Well, it sucks either way, because you know what he's going to grow up to turn into. Yeah, but it'd like, be better if I didn't know, like, how he ended, then I could feel sad for him right now, but I don't. Like, on the one hand, I want to say these people are using him. On the other hand, I'm going to say they should use him for everything he has and leave him dead in a ditch. Yeah, and, like, mental state-wise, like, I'm, he honestly, when I was doing my, it didn't seem like the brightest bulb. More ambiance. You know, and, and so I'm just kind of saying to myself, like, did he even know that these people were taking it? Because a lot of people kind of know, like, I got money, they're using me, right? I don't, I don't, I don't, think I don't he know cares. that that I don't registered cared, in his though. head. Like, yeah. People were actually talking to him and not putting their shirts over their nose to do so. Yeah. I, I, yeah. So he started visiting Low Track more and more. Each oh, yeah, girl he's he the king up. of Low Track. Yeah, with each girl he picked up. He became less and less of a gentleman, right? He they were still getting paid, still you know everything was honky donky, but yep. there were times where he would turn violent for no reason. Well, he, I'm sure he has some pent up aggression. Oh, I'm sure, <laughs> just a smidge. And then I, I just kind of feel like in a basic basic world, if I were to like be angry and then I went and slaughtered a pig, it would almost make me feel a little better. You know what I mean? Like yeah, but every <laughs> time you're slaughtering an animal, you're not thinking about your poor cow. Yeah, like desensitized completely to yeah. the whole process. But I think also, like he fed on the power. Like, yeah. at first he was just glad that people like him. Yep. But he was literally the king of low track. He was the only one with all the money. Everybody wanted to be around him. And he wasn't. But he wasn't the king of low track. He no, did, he was at that point in time. He had enough money to get by. You More know money I mean? than all those people, though. Probably, maybe not the people at the pub, but yeah, I I, I understand that. Yes, completely agree. So once you start getting accepted, you start kind of. Your true self comes out, and he was a monster, so he started showing that side of him. So, 1978, Willie's father passed away. Mm-hmm. His mother got really, really sick in the same year, and he watched this once powerful woman turn into a very feeble woman. I bet that was satisfying for him. Um, actually, apparently, it was really heartbreaking. I would have no love for that woman. Yeah, it's like a weird... Uh, weird. What would that? What's that movie? Psycho? Where he like Norman his, Bates type Yeah, his deal. mom was like a freaking whack job, but he still loved her. Yeah. Creepy not, weird. Yeah. So she finally passed away in April. That was kind of mean to say, but she passed away in April of that year, uh, leaving the farm inheritance to her three kids. Willie's brother and sister wanted nothing to do with the farm. So the farm was completely left to Willie. Willie. Smelly Willie. And he was taking care of it himself. Um, Willie's brother, however, took over the main house and Willie moved into a trailer on the property. <laughs> Willie would entertain guests, most of whom, uh, you know, wanted something from him, blah, blah, blah. Basically stuck around despite all of his horrible hygiene habits so they could get what they wanted from him. Yeah. Uh, some of the females he hung out with, uh, they, you know, they'd do her, they'd do favors, like help him clean and, and all that kind of crap. But when he wanted to be physical with them, all of them pretty much just rejected him over and over again. And so eventually he turned back to prostitution. And in 1980, Willie was out driving around, picked up a 14-year-old prostitute, attacked her with a knife, raped her. And then when he finished, basically it was just like rolled her out of the truck. Okay. We're just going to go by the fact that she was a child. Yeah. Okay. She was a freaking child. But again, you're looking at low truck, right? 
where you, you probably have homeless people from ages like, you know, infants to freaking 97 because they're all the, they're out trotting people. They have no money. They have nothing. Right. And so what, uh, what's, what's the name of that song that Reva McIntyre does? I do not know. Uh, I can't fancy. Don't oh, let yeah, me down. Yeah, yeah. Right. They have nothing left. They send their youngest out. Go make us some money. Either way. You prostitute your child. There's a special place You're in hell piece. for you. You are an utter piece of absolute, like you are just the dookie that hangs on ass hair. Like you, you're nothing. Yeah, then you're your special place in hell. Agreed. It, it is, is called a dingleberry. It is, but dingleberry didn't sound as grotesque. Yeah, really want to describe that fecal matter. <laughs> I'm just driving it home, Faith. All right. So after he, uh, you know, dismissed the girl from the truck, no charges ended up being brought against him. It was considered an alleged attack. So in, okay, it's not an alleged attack because she's fourteen. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter if he paid her and she was willing. Statutory. It's statutory rape, and I don't even care that it's in another country. She's fourteen. I'm pretty sure that's not legal. I, I don't know what the rules are there, honestly. I, I know. know I don't know what the rules are anywhere anymore. I know that England has tried to lower the age of consent. Shame on you. Yeah, but it's never gotten passed through, and yeah. Canada is a part of them. They fall under the queen's jurisdiction. So I'm pretty sure 14 is under the age of consent still. Yeah. But I don't know if this was one of those he said, she said thing where they just didn't believe her as to what was happening. Um, but anyways, 1994, uh, the siblings sold a portion of their farm and it uh, put $2 million in their pockets. Okay. So money, these two money, brothers. Money. Oh, yeah. They started some social event business in 1996. They would, <laughs> they would throw these crazy parties with like hundreds of people in attendance. They're them. I know. The, uh, I know. How how are you not going to bathe and you're going to be a social planner, like a party planner? But I mean, I kind of feel like we could say the same thing about like the sticks, you know, out in uh, out in the mountains in the smoky somewhere. I guess everybody so. hanging around a bathtub, <laughs> brewing up some moonshine. But they, they, people around him had standards. That's why he had no friends. Yeah, I guess two million dollars you can buy yourself a whole heck of a lot of friends. I, apparently, so they started up this social event business. Nineteen ninety six, they would throw these crazy ass parties. People would be in attendance, like hundreds of people in attendance. Sometimes even more than a thousand. And um, Willie would bring uh, prostitutes to these parties, take them to his trailer where some S&M kind of crap would go down. Nope. And you then, give uh, me all two million of your dollars, and I'd still say no to Smelly Willie. Mm-mm. Sorry. Mm-mm. Yeah, not going to happen. Hey, no. You could tape an air freshener, duct tape it to my nose, still no. Yeah, I wouldn't my do it. My eyes would I wouldn't water. do it with my worst enemies, like chopping the JJ. No, not gonna happen. I think I'd do a doggy first. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, that got out of hand. Anyways, so like I said, uh, all this crazy like sex crap would happen. Uh, 1997, he picked up a prostitute named Wendy, and as they were, uh, you know, kind of doing what they were doing, he tried to handcuff her. She was like, "Um, not today, bro. Not not gonna happen," and she broke free. Willie got pissed. 
and Willie grabbed a knife and Chase after her, she grabbed a knife from the kitchen and they pretty much went blow for blow. Like Good for her. he was stabbing her, she was cutting him, and that's pretty much just how that went down. She finally gets out of the house and the older couple found her, took her to the hospital, and Willie was charged with assault. Uh, unfortunately, Wendy was so freaked out about the incident, she never showed up for court, so he was released. He eventually Excellent. went right back to Low Track and picked up a girl named Myrnie. She was never seen again. Yeah, because so between... the pigs ate her body. You just wait. So, between 1995-1997, 20 women vanished in Low Track. In 1998, nine more what girls. What kind of detectives are on this case? I mean, it doesn't take Five Eight Kappa to figure out the sitch. You would think, right? So nine more girls went missing. Uh, no, sorry, 1998, nine more girls went missing, but it was still not investigated. Family of the girls, <clears throat> families of the girls. Let me guess, they all led were high risk lifestyles. Missing persons report were basically told by police. No, they probably just left town. Right, they're runaways. Yeah, they all just they, mass exodus. Mass exodus, yes. Yes. With people that don't have money. <laughs> who live True. in, in True. the like the okay, whatever. But yeah, they, they ran they ran away. They want some more so Basically these people were below the cops like the right cops on. were too good to look into this. Yeah, they just yeah. We're not gonna we're not gonna to, we're, we're not gonna do anything with our resources currently because save it for someone important. I guess. I don't know. So Finally becomes too much for them to ignore. So in 2001, I want you to listen to the gap here. 1998, nine more girls went missing, but it wasn't investigated. I'd like to say we are now in 2001. It bothers me to the deepest recesses of my being because when I every time every time I've listened to a Willie Picton podcast because everybody talks about it. Yeah, because he's a horrible monster. Yeah, but every time I want to imagine this happened so long ago, and to my core. To realize, 2001, I was in high school. He was still walking the streets. Yeah, and he was still. They were just now looking into it. Like I was a. I graduated in three high years school. later. Yep. Yeah. When this monster, to my core, it disturbs me. Continue. So, 2001, the police launched the Missing Women's Task Force. Cops started posting flyers, cash rewards, information. You know, if you give us anything, we'll give you some money. And people had naturally had all kinds of information, right? Of course. Some people actually did talk about a pig farmer. And soon, Willie's name was on the suspect's list. So. He had no prior convictions, so the cops didn't do a deep dive into him. And eventually, his name was dropped. Of course, why By not? the end of 2001, 64 women from low, tra low track were missing. On February 1st, 2002, a truck driver... Oh who did side work at Willie's farm, told the cops that he had seen an illegal weapon from at the Picton farm. Yeah. So cops grab a warrant. They go search the prop property. They Which was it. a literal pig stop. Um, anyways, yeah. So they go, they raid it. And uh, one of the officers found an inhaler that belonged to a missing woman. Mm, that, that's just a coincidence. Oh, yeah, sure. So the raid for weapons quickly turned into a raid for missing persons. And they took Willie into custody, proceeded to search the property, and what they found was horrific. They found blood-soaked in a mattress, blood on the floor, blood on the walls, blood everywhere. They found a garbage bin that had the partial remains of brain matter, portions of a head, and hair. Mm -hmm. And this, you know, they thought that we got him, right? This was it. But he didn't say a word when they That's started to interrogate not. him. 
And much like his mother, when, he's literally when been she murdered the kid. For interrogation and torture from his mother. So pretty much didn't did, get, did not give two craps that he had done what he did. So the police decided to put uh, an undercover in his cell. Police <clears throat> continued their search. They found buckets in the freezer that were containing heads, feet, hands. He confessed to his cop roommate. Um, well, I told you they were putting a cop undercover. I may have skipped over that. They decided because... You 100% skipped over I'm so sorry. All right. So because he wasn't saying anything, the cops decided to put an undercover cop in yeah. the cell with him and, like, make up a story, do that whole nine. And he confessed to this cop roommate he had that he took uh, some of the remains that he had to the animal waste facility. Yeah, because you're just dumping buckets of yuck. So in 2004, a statement... Let's just backtrack for a minute. When you take animal parts to it, a lot of times they're taking what they can. Yeah. Grinding it up. Uh-huh. And there's, you know, hot dogs and bologna and... Makeup products. So, yeah. 2004, a statement was released by the Canadian health officials that some of their pig produce was cross-contaminated with human remains. Can you imagine being this a person's is national? Family? Yeah, yeah. And I uh, don't remember. I uh, was in college at this point. Yep. And I do not remember like a, hey, don't eat that. It's not kosher. But the thing is, is like with that, for, I, now I could be remembering incorrectly. So correct me since you've listened to it more recently. But like at that processing where they're putting the remains, like usually you're monitored, but he was there so often they pretty much just let him have run up. I mean, it. it's, it's, but it's legitimately like they come in, in buckets. Yeah. It's all of the waste and stuff from the farms. Yeah, but usually they're there like when they, but he was they, just they, there so often they didn't even check just him in whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I hope Constantly. those cops that found all these miscellaneous body parts felt like trash for ignoring this. How many people did they let die because they refused to look into the missing cases? But was it the cops' fault or their commanders who said, you're not doing this today? Hey, one of them could have just gone rogue, vigilante justice it. Yeah. I'm just, I don't know, man. So, in 2006, Willie's trial began. He was tried. Uh, I knew you at that point. Yeah. We knew each other at this point. That's correct. Yes, we did. I expect this to be like in the 20s. Nope. 2006. So his trial began where he was to be tried for killing and dismembering 27 women. Mm-hmm. All right. 2007, Joy came to the conclusion some of them were in tears because they knew what was about to happen because Willie was found not guilty of first degree murder. How though? He was found guilty of six counts of second degree murder and was sentenced to 25 years in prison. As of 2023, Picton is 73 and serving a life sentence. So I'm sure he was tried again at some point. But they even had like... But the total number of possible victims that they thought he had murdered was 49. But they even had like eyewitness. Because there's that one lady that like lived in his trailer and like did his housework and stuff. Mm-hmm. That he kind of slapped around or whatever. But she went to the barn and saw that woman hanging like as he was torturing that one lady. There were actually, one, that was one of the reasons that he got off is because he had two other friends that were female at that time. And they they were, because at, at one point, these girls weren't getting in the car with him. Yeah. And they were actually the ones that were, were picking there, him up. Yes. Yeah, they were picking him but up, bringing him they back. They had first count knowledge that he strung up one of them and tortured him, and yet they but still they didn't, didn't convict They did nothing. They didn't testify against him. 
I wouldn't. Would you? Probably. If you number one, Canada does not have the death penalty. Mm-mm. So at some point he's getting out. Oh, well. Because they they're like England. They believe in reform. I believe. Oh, like well. they, he'll, he'll have to get past my dogs and my guns. So. But if you're those women and you can't have guns in Canada. Yeah, well, that does kind of suck. So I think I'd move to the United States. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you think about it logically, you know this monster is getting out at some point, no matter what the what the verdict is. Oh, I'm sure is. they're terrified. I'm saying, I know. So I wouldn't testify against him unless I knew that like death penalties on there. Are you putting me in witness protection? I'm not testifying where he can get out and come after me. Because this guy, I'm sure, holds a grudge. I'm sure he does. So, out of the 49 nameless women, right? People are never going to get closure for anything. There are some victims that he was charged with. And I, as tribute, want to say their names out loud. We do. So Serena Abozwe, 29. Mona Lee Wilson, 26. Andrea Josberry, 22. Brenda Ann Wolf, 32. Georgina Faith Pappen, 34. And Marnie Lee Ann Frey. 24. And you know that he was responsible for 99% of those other women that went yep. missing. Like, there's not a doubt in my mind. Nope. How they did not... Because he wasn't, he wasn't, like, this super brilliant, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he was just... You can't tell me that he was tame. No. You know what I mean? That he only killed these six women in that many years. It's just not possible. No. He, he, he was a possible. sadistic monster. Yep. And he was going to keep going because at that point, he's slaughtering animals. He's slaughtering women. He did not care. And it's so recent. Mm-hmm. Like, I know the 2006 wasn't 10 years ago. I get that it was like 20 years ago. But that's still recent. Like, past 2000. Well, I was going to say, it's even, it's even recent in the idea that we have more skill in DNA and more yeah. skill in basically everything where we should, like, they should know. They should have been able to test those body parts to see who they belong to. Yeah. Unless they just didn't have DNA from the... But they could have gotten a familiar match. I guess that kind of all depends on their family. True. At that point in time. But, I mean, it's... He clearly uh, had no empathy whatsoever. No. He was... he. But, I mean, look and at the way one he was raised. There's no way that... Well, that's my question. Is empathy something that you... Empathy or sympathy? Yeah. Is it nature versus nurture? Are you born with it? Or do you learn it? I think it's a mix of both. So do I. That's what makes it difficult. Because like my, I've talked about before, my aunt and uncle couldn't have kids. And so they adopted three. And um, the first one is severely mentally handicapped. He had FAS, fetal alcohol syndrome. The second one, cute as a button, little boy. Um, But when he hit like elementary school, like he changed. And then it wasn't until later that he was diagnosed with Asperger's. Okay. So, which is, you know, now I'm sure Asperger's is on the spectrum, but he can't, like, you can tell him, like, that your mom, dad, brother, sister, everybody just died. You lost your house. Like, you can tell him the most horrific story, and he can't empathize with you mm-hmm. because he does, like, that part of his brain is completely shut down. Like, there is no empathy. He doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, because my aunt and uncle are good people, he knows the social cues. So he knows while he doesn't understand that you're upset, like why he doesn't understand why you're upset, he'll still be like, I'm so sorry. Is there anything I can do? Right. But he was taught that. Yeah. It was not, it's not something 
if if he had like that you're not parent, you, you don't emotionally feel it and it doesn't make you want to cry no but you also know you know the social you know that it's cues right. because yeah. you were taught that correct so i think it's a mix of both you can have the worst childhood ever and have your own moral compass like freaking lisa mcveigh yeah. she couldn't have had a worse childhood yeah her grandmother pimping her out her yeah. mom pimping her out and she still is an amazing woman today she had horrible nurture absolutely no nurture but just her natural self was amazing mm-hmm. or you have people like my cousin who has his his nature is to not give a flying rip his he was nurtured to show huh lisa's question it's my dad's best friend he's not really my uncle but oh, i okay. always called him my uncle i was like the corvette one I'm you trying to not hang to say out his with name. your cousin. What are you talking? I'm kidding. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, I only have one male cousin, blood related. So Lisa was confused. No, they're not technically my family, but they might as well be my family. So understood. Um, but so I, but I say that to say those are two extreme cases of one can't feel but knows they're supposed to. One can feel but was taught not to. Basically, yeah. you know what I mean. So I think it's a it's a mix of nature and nurture. And your own mind. Like, it doesn't matter. You can go, my dad grew up with a horrible childhood, pretty much as bad as you can get. Yeah. Now he only has the one emotion, he says, but he was a great dad. No, I know. So I think it's a mix of both. And I don't think you, I think that your childhood, no matter how bad it is, doesn't define what you become. Absolutely. Nor excuse your choices in your childhood, no matter good it is. Because you have people who were raised amazingly and still ended up pieces of crap. So while, yes, their parents did not help them become good people, it's not their fault that their kid's a monster. Yeah, It did help, but it's not their fault because the kid could have been a decent person. They're, they still have a mind and free will and choices. Yep. Yeah. Some of them I do really. kind of wonder, though, only based on an intelligence level. Yes, I was going to say. I don't that's, think, that's different. It, it's, I don't think he had a full set of IQ points. I don't either. I, I don't think that he, his elevator didn't know did not go all the way to the top. I don't I don't believe. His elevator was broken and he was using a pulley ladder for a six hundred pound man yeah. with his toothpick arms. Yeah. I don't mm. know, ma'am. Well and I took I could I could get this all in because I'm not gonna hit the highlights of how horrible his life is. Our our goal was to talk about did he get caught and who is who who were his victims. Now yeah. I only named off a couple and there's so many out there that are never They're not gonna have closure. Well I mean you know that they know. Yeah. Just like we know. But it's still like you want justice, and nobody well, got ones, justice for the ones right now that are undetermined. They're missing, and any parent is always going to hold out optimism until they say, "No, we found her body. She could still be out there." I think that in that circumstance, it would be hard to hold on to hope, knowing that he was living at that time. Yeah, when when he was Canada out and about has and doing to, his... when they have to issue. An announcement that our pork products are contaminated. Like, there's no way that you don't think. I wonder if that's my kid. Mm-hmm. If you're, if you're one of the missing, and I believe it was Mernie. Their relatives were like, not only is she gone, but we may have eaten her. Oh gosh, I'd be like, like I felt like my stomach dropped when I heard Can you like imagine? that statement, and I'm, I was like, I, I don't know, man. <sighs> There's so many of these stories, Faith, that just kill me. And all these kids that had such horrible upbringings. And it's just like, if if they had just one, one positive light in their life, would it have turned out that way? It yeah. sucks to think about. It's hard to tell. <sighs> well, 
I really want to be super inappropriate. Be like, you want to go get barbecue? <laughs> <laughs> you kind of just did, but yeah, I could totally eat. I could eat. Maybe not hot dogs. No. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I hope you enjoyed our talk. And we are back with a vengeance. We are. And we, uh, if you have not been checking out, I'm killing it on the meme game. So come check out our Twisted Tales. The real funny ones are me. Faith, Faith has She no has given me one. Two. Two. <laughs> and I post them every day. I, I still have no idea how to get on Messenger either. Yeah, but um, come check out. We've got a Facebook, Twisted Tales, True Crime Podcast. Are we have little, Twisted little Tales, Instagram. all one word. Instagram, Twisted Tales underscore pod. Like I said, the meme game strong. And uh, come say hi. We would love your input, per always. Yeah. Anytime you just want to like shoot the proverbials, we actually uh, we, it wasn't that long ago we had a girl that uh, we did that messaged us and she's like, oh my god, I can't believe you responded. And we're like, dude, you're like our only follower. Yeah. Of course uh, we did. Of course we did. We love you. She was pretty fantastic. Not gonna she lie, she was super sweet. And I should have had her name ready to go, but I didn't. You're literally the worst human being ever. At least I check our. Are our notices? You do not. I don't. No. I, so, I I come home. I have a couple beers. I throw some laundry in. Scream at my kid to go to bed, and then I wake up and do it all again tomorrow. Me too. Yeah. Except I stay up late to you know, say things and whatnot. Um, I mean, I can uh, do more if you're really gonna uh-huh. whine about it. Cheney. 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 Did I'm, we already mention this at one point? We did not. We mentioned the guy that corrected you that you couldn't figure out how to message back because. And if she just said your your name wrong, forgive her. She's oh, mildly handicapped. 100% said your name wrong, and I was going to apologize. But we appreciate you, and I'm not going to say your last name because you That's didn't tell rude. me I could. But, uh, yeah, we appreciate you, and you talked about us, so we wanted to shout you out and say thanks. Yeah, man, thanks for the love. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have a safe and happy week, and enjoy the very, very limited few days left of summer. I know, man, very few. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Guys, love you, mean it, but for Labor Day, no hot dogs. No, and take a bath. Bye. Bye.